Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. During the course of this hour, we have a lot to get to, and of course, we are taking your telephone calls. In fact, we're going to do so coming right out of the gate, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Playing politics, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, you may recall, welcomed migrants to New York with open arms once they started arriving. And now the unimbursed, unreimbursed, that is, uh, price tag is a billion dollars, a billion dollars that the mayor is asking the federal government for to handle the crush of uh, migrants who surged into the Big Apple. But there's a catch. And that price tag was calculated well before the city's estimated migrant population grew to over 31,000. These are the types of numbers that we are dealing with currently with upwards of 21,000 migrants living in the New York City shelter system. And that's according to the latest figures uh, released by uh, City Hall on Thursday. Bottom line, what I'm trying to say, folks, is that we should all know that the right to shelter law is meant for citizens. The right to shelter law that the mayor talked about repeatedly during this crisis is meant for citizens. And at the end of the day, the vast majority of those entering our country have done so illegally and probably won't even qualify for asylum. I'm going to come back to the numbers in just one second, because the mayor is asking the feds for $1 billion, but the actual cost as of right now, because the numbers have doubled of migrants into New York City, may actually be, if you accept the mayor's premise of a billion, it may actually be closer to $2 billion. The cost of the mayor, the mayor's kumbaya moment welcoming uh, migrants to the uh, city of New York. And I also want to deal with this morning something that we did not have the time for last night. What I contend is the mistake of legalized marijuana. Mayor Adams on Thursday vowing to crack down on unlicensed marijuana dealers holding up counterfeit drugs that are already out there. We talked to one of our callers last night, Hudson, from the Bronx, in which he said three different ambulances had to respond to his school to take three different kids away 
who have been exposed to edibles. It's only getting started, folks. And so I I really want to hear from from you folks this morning for and against legalized marijuana. And for those of you that are for legalized marijuana, do you still feel the same way now that this is already starting to be one big mess? New York City seizing 100,000. 100,000 packages of uh, marijuana and a crackdown on illegal pot sellers. This is already happening before the legalized sellers get an opportunity to uh, move their product. So in other words, what I'm trying to say, folks, is that this was sold to us in a bill of goods in terms of the benefit to taxpayers Well, these folks that are out there selling already, the taxpayers will not receive one dime from the tax revenue because it's all being moved illegally. And look at the damage that is being done to the children already. This has been one big mistake. I really want to hear from you folks this morning what I call our own little town hall to hear each perspective on this marijuana issue. We are taking your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The MTA is planning to reopen restrooms next month in nine stations where the public toilets have been closed since the start of the pandemic. Now, that's a fraction. Is It's a fraction of the more than 130 restrooms and nearly 70 stations that have remained closed for safety reasons and a cleaner shortage. But now the MTA is also looking into, are you ready for this, folks, urine-smelling technology for subway elevators. In other words to deal with the issue of you get into an elevator uh, at a train station sometimes and you happen to step right in pee, in pee, and it smells awful. So the MTA would be following the leads of systems in cities like Boston and Atlanta who have installed devices to detect urine and alert cleaning crews. How dirty... I, I, I have my opinion, but I want to hear from you folks. How dirty and unclean, and let's be fair, is the New York subway system. So I'm going to come back in just a second and and officially begin with the migrants, but I see all of your telephone calls that are coming in. So let's start with the calls on this Friday morning, beginning with Phil in Suffolk County. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Hello, Dominic. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing I have well. With... I'm doing well, and I hope you're doing well. This is my first phone call to you, so I look forward to talking to you. Okay, you. Phil. Um, I do some home uh, instruction, and one of my students has been uh, uh, kicked out of school for smoking weed. Now, this is one of my objections to legalized marijuana, is that it's going to reach down to these young 16-, 15-year-old boys, yep. and uh, they could be subjected to this weed. And, 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 and girls, and girls, not just boys, and girls Phil. as well. And we know we have a price. We have a problem here in, the, in uh, New York with the mental illness and because of the COVID, and we need some sober, educated kids. And when they're turning to pot, there, it's only damaging them, and and you're you're not going to get it out of their hands. You know, they may be fourteen, thirteen years old. They're going to find it somewhere, and uh, it, it's just a terrible thing to happen. And and the possibility, um, Phil, of 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 addictions that may last for years into uh, adulthood. And so, we were sold this bill of good, Phil, of oh the the tax revenue, the tax revenue, the tax revenue. Well, the the folks that are already out there hustling and selling illegally are not paying a dime 
and taxes. And now the system is trying to crack down using, using the uh, city uh, sheriff uh, department. But this is one big mess. And this is why it never should have been done. So, Phil, you, you have a number of kids uh, that, that you deal with that, that are getting younger and younger, trying marijuana. Are they using the edibles or what are they doing? Um, I, I, they're just, they're smoking it. They're getting together with their friends and, um, they're getting, they're getting in trouble. They're not getting educated. Uh, when I was, a, when I was a kid and I, we didn't know anything about marijuana and as a senior, I heard about that. But if you were caught with marijuana, you were out for the entire semester. This kid will probably be back in school. Wow. Well, Phil, uh, I'm going to be back in school in about two weeks at the end of, uh, you know, when the next <laughs> year comes in. So uh, uh, I will say um, I, I just registered my vote. Uh, I'm, I'm against legalized marijuana. I think uh, you can't use sin taxes. You can't use taxes as an excuse. We could be a more moral and a better society than this. Yes, I, I, I agree with you, Phil, and I thank you for your call from uh, Suffolk County this morning. Have a great morning. Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Carol. Good morning, Carol. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I'm a teacher. and Well, I'm God totally, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm totally against recreational legalization. And when Colorado did it, they reported hundreds of car accidents and hospitalizations. Yes. And a young uh, college student in Hempstead just a couple of years ago hit a tree with his, in a car with his three friends. The car was split in half, and a, several of them died. And they said the only uh, product that was in his system was marijuana. The doctor has told me it damages your lungs and your brain cells. And that's why they ask all the pregnant ladies if they have been doing it because they don't want them to affect, they don't want it to affect their children, the baby. And Carol, and, and, and that's marijuana that is not even laced with something that we don't know about. I, I just don't understand how our elected officials went for this okie doke, if you will. It's not going to really be any tax benefit to taxpayers. And at the end of the day, it's just one more problem, one more massive problem that people are going to have to deal with. What great teacher are, 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 are the kids, Carol, that you deal with? Elementary level. Elementary, but, okay. Yeah, as soon as they get into the 13, 14, you know. And... Mm-hmm. Also, any chance the government will, re, you know, reverse it? Does I it hope so, but 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 that train has left the station. I I don't see that happening. Uh, I I don't see I don't see that happening at all, Carol. But I I do thank you for your call. Happy holidays, and thank you for being uh, an educator. Let's go to Eric in Queens. Good morning, Eric. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Long-time Good morning. Listener. First time listener. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, well, thank you. This whole thing, yeah, this whole thing about legalized marijuana, it would be great if it was just like, alcohol you know you know what i'm saying it would be like you know over 18 and all this other stuff but here's the thing if you think you legalize it it's not getting rid of the street dealers and here's the other part like you said before this stuff could be spiked with fentanyl every illegal drug or every legal drug could be spiked with fentanyl that's a big, big problem. And you're not going to drive away the local street dealers by legalizing drugs, legalizing marijuana. So it, it's, uh, to me, it's strictly a money-grabbing 
think? What what do you think? Well, the illusion, Eric, the illusion was that it was a money, quote your words, a money-grabbing thing. But thus far, it's not uh, turning out to be that way. The illegal uh, dealers are already out there pushing their product, not paying a dime of taxes on their sales. And now the system, cities are behind and states are behind the eight ball trying to shut them down. Let's talk about New York in particular. Behind the eight ball trying to shut them down before the legalized uh, uh, dealers, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, sellers of marijuana are permitted to get up and running with with their business. It, it's just it is it is just horrible, and it didn't have to be this way. And so now the mayor of New York City Thursday at City Hall is holding up, standing there with the city sheriff Anthony Miranda, one product of marijuana that is disguised uh, as candy as edibles for for children, and. You know, and then holding up the one that that is uh, that is counterfeit, and you can't really tell the difference, and it, it's dangerous, exactly. and it's 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 disguised. I'm going to let you finish here. It's disguised uh, uh, as all types of uh, popular children products, Eric. Well, it, it, it's it, you know the whole thing of it is is, but but it it. it, it it's like prohibition and bootleg alcohol. It's like, oh, we're going to outlaw it, but it's still going on. But the, the government steps in and says, oh, we're going to legalize it or keep it legal at 18. Yeah, that's all nice and fine, but they can't guarantee that uh, that it, it's going to stay legal and safe. They can't, they can't guarantee that. Right. Right. Well, they they can if they get to control the product. But that's the problem. Do you think the and thank you for the call, Eric. Do you think the illegal dealers are going to say, oh, government is now taking on the product. We can't sell it anymore. Uh, Good luck with your legal sales. No, you're going to have the black market where they're going to undercut the prices. And God only knows what's going to be in the product. And kids may think they're looking at a an, an edible, cute product, and it could literally blow their mind mentally upon uh, eating these these uh, these uh, edibles. Let's go to Tony Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Tony in Hillsborough, New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh... I got a suggestion or two, and just think about this. What if you created red light districts in New York? They have them in Amsterdam and Holland. If you create a couple of blocks in certain sections of the city that are run down, you put uh, you, you could you put security in the area, and you put uh, prostitution, you put uh, pornography, you put uh, marijuana sales all on one block. And you control it, and and you police it, and you make sure you got to be 18 to get in this district, and you do that in a couple of areas, and then you outlaw smoking in the streets and smoking uh, in, in business areas. If they want to smoke and get high, let them go to these districts, and 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 keep it uh, confined and controlled. Well, Tony, That's what I'm idea. thinking about, what I'm thinking about as as you're making the comment, as that is that. This was done a Hollywood version on the TV show The Wire, where the police uh, in Baltimore, according to the show, could not control the crime problem, the drug problem. So they just set up one little area where you could go get high, do whatever, and they would look the other way. As you were speaking, Tony, I don't like the idea. I I think it's horrible. I, I don't believe that society, that's giving up, in my opinion. And as you were speaking, Tony, I know you said you have a second one. We'll get to that in just one second. As you were speaking, I was thinking about the time that um, I had traveled on assignment to Somalia. And on our way back, uh, I, I was sick with a cold. We flew with the military, but we stopped in Germany. And on our way back, and my colleague said, let's go out. They were dying to go out. 
And wherever we were, um, you could walk through areas, and in the storefront, you could see women dressed in bikinis and bras advertising God knows what. And all I could think about, Tony, was that this is somebody's daughter. I'm assuming it was for prostitution. Um, and I'm like, this is someone's daughter. So I, I, I'm, I'm not with that, Tony. But you said you have a, a second idea. Uh, well, it's, it's you, you're not going to outlaw vice. It, you know, we right. tried it you're over correct. and over. It, you're, it, you're correct, it's Tony. Around us forever. So you're not going to outlaw it. You, you so are correct. You have to try to control it some way. You and, are correct. And, uh, and, and and what they need to do is maybe go into the schools and too and and, and uh, tell these kids the long term effects of marijuana and have some drug addicts that uh, are uh, uh, cured and, and go into the schools and educate these try to educate these kids about the harmful effects of of, of, of marijuana and 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 the stuff we really don't know about. Because just think about smoking cigarettes. You get cancer from smoking cigarettes. Down the road, you're probably going to get cancer or, or worse from the marijuana, the effects of marijuana. So I, I think they need to educate these kids a lot more in schools and get tough with them. Get, get right. some real hardcore ex-drug addicts and, 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 and get them in, in rooms and, and read them the riot act, basically. It's for mm. some of these kids, because you, well, you can't really get through to them. Tony, you, you got to have somebody. You're correct. You're correct. And I, I guess I'm in denial when it comes to uh, vice and, and certain uh, standards in society. I want you to have a uh, a great morning, Tony. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. In a moment, I'm going back to the migrant issue uh, Mayor Adams has sent the feds a billion-dollar bill, a billion-dollar bill, and it may be a lot more than a billion dollars. And, you know, all of this right-to-shelter law, we know that that applies to citizens. Why? Uh, I'm trying not to get started on this uh, Friday morning, folks. I, I, I really am. Uh, but I see all of your telephone calls from Westchester to the Catskills to Brooklyn to Queens, Staten Island, Manhattan, Queens again. So let's go to Tom in Westchester. Good morning, Tom, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, good morning. My my opinion on Democrats, especially progressives, is they still love their slavery. There's, this is why they allow all these – they eliminate all these laws on regarding uh, drugs, and it started with de Blasio. Tom, uh, you know, I, hey, hey, Tom, Tom, let me, let me stop you right there. You are a 1,000% accurate as, a, as it relates to your assessment of progressives because at the end of the day, that is exactly what is going on. Please continue. Keep, keep, keep the kids hopped up. Give people hopelessness. This way, government, they have to rely on government, and you just see what they're doing. All You see it across the board. We are, New York is done. New York is, is one notch away from turning into Los Angeles and San Francisco if it's not there already. With the homelessness, you know, um, with, with everything, look at what they – they don't want to teach kids in school. It's run by Randy Weingarten, who's, who's, a, who's pretty much a communist. Who's into every kind of, of far-fetched ideology rather than teach academics? The reality is, though, is there's going to be two kinds of people in New York: the, the ones that raise their kids to, uh, you know, to understand drugs and drug use, who are going to find jobs, and then there are the other ones who are going to, you know, who who, who, have, who have generations of hopelessness and despair on, under a Democrat-run city when it when it it is their practices that are put in place where you have generations of welfare. And, and why not just keep the kids and the families doped up? And by the way, I worked for the MTA, uh, and I'm not going to tell you what department, but I've been there for 20 years, and I work underground, and I see it. I see it every day, the hopelessness. You know, I mean, addiction is not so much as a choice as, as it is, uh, you know, a, a lifestyle. Uh, you know, uh, and you see it, uh, the hope there's – they would rather just give out free needles, you know. And what's to stop 
I know I'm drifting, but what's the stop? I, you heard about uh, the other day uh, the liquid fentanyl spraying marijuana with fentanyl. Uh, you know what is to stop all of this? Nobody. The quality that's, of life that's the scary part, Tom. Existent under Democrats. That's the scary part. Hey, Tom. But, but before I let you go, because I'm about to go to Jeff in Queens, in which Jeff feels that quote unquote these non pot smokers don't know what they're talking about. So we'll see what he has to say. But Tom, you mentioned you work for the MTA. So one of the other stories we're dealing with this morning is that the MTA is going to use urine uh, detection uh, technology for for the elevators where there's all this urine uh, and it's it's horrible and to try and and, and de- to clean up the uh, some of the stations, uh, how bad is the problem in your opinion, Tom? It's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I, I, and I could t- I could t- I, I see it. I, you know I I can't. I'm a little worried about saying what I do. Okay. I mean, don't I don't say what you do. That's fine. And, and That's the fine. thing is, though, uh, we do, I deal with elevators, and it's just a band aid because really, what's going to stop anybody from peeing in an elevator? Do they really care? Why? You're not going to get arrested. You're not going to get even a, a, a misdemeanor. So I mean, they're going to pee with you know, especially if it's indoors and it's raining out or snowing. They're going to pee in an elevator. Oh, we detected some pee. Okay, but now you got to find somebody to clean it up, and they'll be cleaning it up a lot. And 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 that's the other thing that I thought about. Right, you got to get the cleaner there and uh, to act on it. You know what, Tom? I I appreciate your call. Thank you. Have a great morning from Westchester. Let's go to Jeff in Queens. Good morning, Jeff, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Dominic, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you know I love how uh, what was it? Phil said you got to bring in the drug addicts, the ex drug addicts. To talk to the kids about marijuana, really, really. So if you smoke pot, you're a drug addict, right? Is that this is how it's going down now? I mean, they legalized it, right? You that, can oh, wait, it. wait, 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 Jeff, 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 Jeff. Wait, 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 Jeff. Because they legalized it, that means it's the right thing to do. Well, listen, look at the prohibition. You know, and if they legalized cocaine, if the government took over cocaine, right? Think about how pure cocaine, I'm not saying go out and do cocaine. I'm just saying, we were talking about this at work not too long ago. If the government legalized cocaine, it would be like government cheese. You know how good government cheese is? It would be like, holy cow. But in other words, marijuana has been around before the 60s. It helps people with anxiety. People use it all the time. I got friends that did acid. They're doctors. They never studied till they got to med school. They still smoke pot. I don't get it. Like, you smoke pot, you're a drug addict? Because there's people in the subways that are peeing in the elevators and they're doing fentanyl. And I, I've seen it. I've ridden in the subways. But, you see but it? Jeff, Sad, man. Jeff let, let, let me ask you this, Jeff. Uh, are you willing to acknowledge, to admit that we're risking the possibility of losing a whole generation of kids with this cute smoking marijuana stuff? I think there's a lot more worse stuff going on in marijuana. We, our generations did it. Look at us, man. I mean, look at the baby boomers. You know what I can't understand? These girls that did keg stands in college and all these dudes like smoked weed and all of a sudden they had kids and holy cow, man, if you smoke pot, you're the worst person in the world. Like time out a second. Everyone needs to take a chill. You know how many people die from whiskey? You know how people get up in the morning and slug whiskey? I mean, if they drink, if they smoke a little weed, probably help them out a little bit. I'm not no. saying that, you know. I, I'm just I, 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 Jeff, I'm just I, I respect you. I respect you, and I, I appreciate what you're articulating. You're going against the grain of most of the people that are calling, and I appreciate it. But I do not agree with you, Jeff. And, and, and let me just tell you why, and then I want you to respond, and then I've got to take a commercial break here. So um, – Without naming names, I've had some kids along with my kids that I've helped raise where I was a father figure to them, and um, they did very well until they became teenagers and one started smoking marijuana. This kid uh, lost direction for seven to eight years and is just starting to get it back now, blew through several jobs. I couldn't get him to show up to work on time. And so I don't, I don't find this cute, Jeff, and I think it's a huge mistake. 
Well, you know, I don't uh, youth that do smoke. I mean, I don't suggest that they smoke and drink. You know, there's there's a time and place for everything for them to experiment with. Look, that's what kids are going to do regardless, regardless of the rules you make, regardless if you bring the drug addicts to school and tell them not to smoke. Kids are going to experiment, especially in college. That's what goes on. It's a part of life. You know, and to ridicule, to criticize people, to label them as drug addicts because they participate in the use of marijuana, especially when they're older, I don't think is right. You know, especially when we got, we want everybody to be equal, right? Our transgender, and I know, you know, it's a big, big ball of wax, but that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. If for, for some, it's not for all. But if you don't like it, you shouldn't make it for not everybody to have. So. I love you, well, Tom. Jeff, love you too, man. Thank you. Thank you for the call and happy holidays to you and your family. I respect the fact that you're able to articulate in a, uh, in a, in a professional, uh, courteous way, uh, that you're going against the grain and that, uh, you know, how you feel. But thank you and have a great morning. Folks, Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, the billion dollar price tag thus far that the city of New York uh, has uh, issued to the feds for the migrant issue, and it's only going to get a lot worse. The MTA is going to try out urine. Um, <laughs> urine. I'm trying to figure out whether to say urine or pee and whether to be professional or just say pee, but uh, technology so that it can clean up some of the elevators The mayor of the city of New York, as it relates to marijuana, the issue we're talking about right now, the city is already fighting a major problem of illegal marijuana, illegal marijuana aggressively in stores and near schools in the city of New York. And thus, on all of these sales that I just went through the list, the city of New York is not receiving a dime not one dime uh, in in taxes paid on on these products being sold. And when the politicians were standing in line behind each other, oh, let's legalize marijuana, oh, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, you should have considered this because now we're going to have a major problem. So when we come back, we're going to New Rochelle, the Catskills, New Jersey, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and Manhattan. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, about to go to your telephone calls on this Friday morning. Mayor Adams, the issue of the migrants that have made their way, have been sent here uh, to New York, is asking the federal government for $1 billion to handle the crush of migrants that have come to New York. So now... Let's look at this for a second before we go back to the issue of marijuana and uh, urine with the MTA. When the mayor first floated this $1 billion price tag for providing shelter and other services uh, for the city's migrant population, it was then around 17,400 people. That figure is important, 17,400 people. 
Now the number has ballooned to more than 30,000 people, 300, almost double, almost double, and could get a lot worse within days, within just a week, with Title 42 ending. So, close to 21,000 migrants are living in taxpayer-funded shelters. It's just not fair to American citizens. The system cannot handle this. So if the cost was a billion dollars in which the city has not been reimbursed, you know, Mayor Adams stood out there, New Yorkers are right to shelter state. We welcome everyone, right? He was lining up his national campaign for national office, right? Sounds good. Sounds wonderful. Welcome everybody. So now the price tag at a at a billion dollars for seventeen thousand people. Now you're at thirty thousand, and it's about to get a lot worse. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis is calling on Adams, and she's right to take President Biden to task. You know that will never happen. She says, why won't the mayor tell Biden to shut down our open border? And why won't he challenge the right to shelter law meant for citizens? Why? Because he's trying to get himself onto a national ticket. And she's right about this. The vast majority of those entering the country have done so illegally and don't even qualify for asylum. What about that? What about that, folks? And so that's one of the stories that we're dealing with this morning, also out of City Hall. And we're going right back to your telephone calls in a second. The city and the state was, oh, let's legalize marijuana, legalize marijuana. Well, already before the legal uh, dealers are out there completely, the folks on the black market are pushing their products right now, including counterfeit products, where the city is not getting a dime of that tax revenue. And the city has already seized, via the uh, city sheriff's office, 100,000 packages of weed and a crackdown on illegal pot sellers. And the MTA, they're going to open nine uh, bathrooms next month uh, in the subway stations, right? But they're looking into urine-smelling technology for subway elevators. So this has been done in Boston and Atlanta, and it would be devices to detect urine, pee, and to alert cleaning crews. And so I also want to hear from you folks this morning of, I know what my opinion is, but what do you think? How dirty and unclean? is the New York subway system. Charles in New Rochelle. Good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. Great show as usual. First Thank off, you. I fully agree with you on the marijuana issue. Uh, but the reason I called was the urine detectors in the elevators. It's ridiculous. First of all, the only thing they need to do is get in, clean them regularly, get cleaning uh, people in there to clean them regularly, and take customer complaints seriously. They don't need to spend money on something that will probably work for two months, if it works at all, and then once it stops working, they'll forget all about it. So it's, it's patently ridiculous. Well, you, you make a good point there. I mean, the the uh, you know the MTA, they're spending a million dollars a month on private security uh, at, at turnstiles, at, at stations. And what well, – what, what, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, they're spending a million dollars a month on private security, and they say that – so far, they've recouped a hundred thousand dollars a month. Now, what kind of financial sense does that make? Right, right. And I, I speak I, as someone who worked for the MTA for twenty-five years. Wow, wow. And 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 one thing you're right about, Charles. You know, <laughs> they'll spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on this technology, and next month they'll forget all about it. Exactly. And and as one of the uh, previous callers said, you can have all the technology you want if you can't get those cleaners. A to point B, you're just wasting your time. Well, first of all, they have to hire more cleaners. Right. 
Right. And I believe they're looking to do so, the MTA. Thank you, Dominic. Have a good morning. Thank you, Charles. And you have a uh, a great morning and happy holidays to uh, you and your family. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight is coming up at uh, 1 a.m. We're discussing uh, marijuana as well. In a moment, I'm going to go to Chris and the Catskills, but let's go first to Neil on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. The first thing I want to say is the best urine detector is your nose. I don't know why you need anything else but your nose. Uh, (laughs) Second thing is about the marijuana. You know, it's been decriminalized in New York. So it's not a police matter anymore. It's a Department of Consumer Affairs matter. And that's why you see them keep issuing them summonses. So now my, my son actually worked for oath as an appellate judge. And he was telling me tonight that all they got to do is just keep paying the summonses. It's very difficult to close them down. You need multiple, multiple summonses. So they're just going to pay the fine and resell it because the profits are so good for them. Now, the Department of Taxation is the ones that should be looking into it if they're not paying taxes. And the IRS should also be looking into them. But uh, to have the mayor be screaming that, you know, we, we can't close them down. They're competing with us. Of course they're competing. Because they're illegal, and nobody does anything about illegalities there. But, but Neil, so difficult. Hey, hey Neil, Neil, but but yeah. but the issue is this. I mean, you had to know there would be a black market of marijuana before you legalized this stuff. Everybody knew it, Dom. Everybody, but nobody cared because they figured they would enforce it out, but they can't enforce it out. They just can't do it. And that's for the guy that called and said, "You need more education." Why would why would the kids think that education is anything to deter them when the government is giving them the green light to to to, to buy the stuff? It's it's conscious. That, that's that 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 that's the sad reality, Neil. You're correct uh, of the uh, situation. I've got to take a break, but before we do so, let's go to Chris and the Catskills. Thank you for the call, Neil. Good morning, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dominic. Unfortunately, I have a lot of firsthand experience with marijuana. And, you know, I got bullied, got into smoking it at like age 13. And I I threw away a good intellect where, you know, my mom belonged to Mensa, had an IQ over 140. I would have gone to an Ivy League school like what you're looking to work so hard to send your uh, grandkids to. And instead, I ended up going to a community college. And, you know, people that are creative, musicians and artists, that claim that enhances their credit, uh, their creativity uh, and their success at endeavors like that. I, I don't believe anybody can do anything better when they're on marijuana. It definitely cuts down your productivity, your drive, how effective you are. It, it, it cuts down your competitive edge. Uh, the edible marijuana is very dangerous because you can't gauge how it's going to hit you. The few times that I've done it in my life, it's it hits you hard. It's a delayed reaction. It's not pleasant, and the effect lasts 10 times longer than what smoking marijuana does. Unfortunately, now I see a big problem because our society um, is sort of modeling itself out of being less competitive, and, you know, everybody has a – equal outcome and a level playing field. And there's a lot of um, confusion with uh, gender identities and things like that and peer pressure in different ways than what you and I grew up with in the 70s and 80s, Uh, you know, where childhood bullying was a real phenomenon, falling into a clique, you were either a jock or you were, you know, a nerd or you were a burnout. And, you know, now there's, there's more cliques but there's still the same amount of competitiveness. It's in a different way, and there's different pressures with social media. And I see marijuana as being an escape. I mean, marijuana is not as euphorically potent of a drug as alcohol is, but that's what makes it more insidious. But I have lung damage because I smoked marijuana for too long, too much. I have asthma and COPD now. And, you know, I I take supplements. I drink tons of carrot juice hoping to reverse the damage I did. You know, I'll be lucky if by the time I'm 60, I used to be a black belt in Taekwondo. I could run two miles in 11 minutes and 20 seconds. And and I'll be lucky if I can get some of that back. And, And on a government level, there's companies, Cresco in Southern Ulster County, Ellenville, 
They're seeking a pilot tax break. Payment in lieu of property taxes have a grow facility. Sean P. Diddy Combs was affiliated with this company in Massachusetts, and he bought them out. A lot of times these pilot tax breaks, they carry over when a company like Cresco cashes out and sells for hundreds of millions of dollars to P. Diddy Combs. He, as the new business owner, he collects the pilot tax break. They're trying to send $15, $18 an hour jobs to Ellenville, New York, because they missed out on the casino in Sullivan County, half an hour up the road, got it instead. And now, you know, it's, it's an economically decimated area, and they're looking to, you know, start an economy on this. And yet the school districts in Ulster County are going to lose out on property tax money. Of and course. so this is something that needs to be looked at, you know. I hear you, Chris. I, I, I wish I had more time for you right now. I just don't. Thank you and have a great weekend. And I appreciate you, Chris, for your candid assessment of what's really going on. As you were speaking, when I was growing up uh, in the Bronx, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, Chris was talking about uh, what happened to him over the years smoking marijuana. We called them uh, growing up deadheads, that, that you ended up from becoming a regular person to now all of a sudden you're sitting with smoking marijuana, sitting around, you don't want to do anything, your productivity is gone, you just go downhill. We called them as kids deadheads uh, in the Bronx growing up. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter more of your telephone calls, and coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is again raising eyebrows. A Manhattan gang member. Uh, who's accused of high-end robberies, could have his latest charges dropped thanks to a sweetheart deal from Mr. Bragg because apparently prosecutors have too much on their plate to try the case. The suspect name is uh, Charles Lindsay, a gang member, uh, has a history for pulling off uh, pricey robberies, and uh, he's accused of stealing nearly $25,000 in pricey handbags and other items from Madison Avenue stores, and he's also accused of a rape of a 15-year-old girl in May in Grand Larceny. You know, folks, the list goes on and on and on. But in court last week, in court last week, prosecutors agreed to drop the four grand larceny charges against him if he just attends five sessions with Manhattan Justice, Justice Opportunities, an alternative sentencing program designed for low-level offenders. That's one hell of a deal. And so the district attorney's office is trying to apparently clear up its calendar because they have a heavy caseload. But the point is real simple. Have you noticed under Mr. Bragg, the deal always seems to go to the person accused of committing the crime, the, the sweetheart circumstances? Again, that's one uh, raising eyebrows. And so the city of New York on Thursday, we're going right back to your telephone calls. I'm looking now at some of these uh, confiscated cannabis products with brand serial names on them, Captain Crunch, Skittles, Nerds, uh, Triffy Tricks, Skittles. Again, it looks just like regular candy until the kid is sitting there uh, in, in the emergency room strapped to a, uh, a gurney or a, a bed and doesn't know what hit them. And this is being done legally in terms of the floodgate has been opened by government. Let's go to Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, I uh, I think it's ludicrous to open up these uh, men's urinals again. I used one 
uh, here on the Upper East Side. It was disgusting. And to hire more yes. people when there's a budget crunch, look, the same people that are going to be using these urinals for homeless people, they're going to be pissing in the street anyway. So why hire them? As far as the city council goes, it, their ideas remind me of what Groucho Marx said. Whatever it is, I'm against it. But I have a health tip for you, Dominic, since you indicate you have some problems. Always eat a little piece of fish in yeah, the morning. I, I, I heard I heard the joke with Rita. I, I got it. I got it. But go ahead okay, and finish it. Dominic, you're the best. <laughs> but go ahead and finish the joke one more time because I forgot the punchline okay. anyway. And this is good for everybody. Always eat a little piece of fish in the morning because then when you communicate with people during the day, you won't be hard of herring. Right. I doom doom. I, I heard it. I heard it uh, with Rita. But thank you, Michael, for the call. Maxine, also in Manhattan. Good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning to you. Great show. Thank I you. I want to say I completely agree with you about the marijuana situation. It's going to get out of control. It's going to be like the beginning of social media. We didn't see the bad side of it. Now we're going to start seeing the bad side of legalizing marijuana. And also yes. I wanted to say about the migrants that um, that we had the first wave of uh, migrants come. Now we're starting to see the second wave. And the second wave is with the MTA buses now dropping them off again. And where are they going to go? Because we're going to start to see an uh, influx in homelessness. We're going to see an influx in drug abuse. We're going to see an influx in crime because they're going to be on the street. The shelter system is filled to capacity with migrants right now, and they're still coming in, and they have no place to go. So where are they going to go? And if the mayor doesn't want to do anything about it, he needs to sign somebody up or call somebody and let them take his job if he does not want to do his job. Hmm. Well, the, the mayor's the one that said, you know, once they started coming, the mayor, Maxine, said, come on, come on. And and it, it, it yeah. was just bad politics. It was bad politics. It, it was. So now everyone's coming over here from Mexico, Ecuador, Haiti, right. the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. Everyone is coming over here now. Because he invited everyone and he showed everyone, hey, if you come over to New York City, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get free clothes. You're going to get free food. You're going to get housing. You're going to get a free phone. You're going to get benefits. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Maxine, I, I really appreciate your call. Thank you and have a great morning. The key term there, free, 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 free. With me right now, Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Uh, good morning to you, Dominic. I like the idea of getting a lot of stuff for free. It seems I've chosen to live in the right city. <laughs> what do you have coming up in just a second? Ask Frank anything uh, next hour. I'll take on questions on any subject. A treasure trove of documents released in the JFK assassination yesterday as per President Biden's executive order. A whole bunch of other documents not released. We'll break it down. Valerie, Valerie Smaldone will join me and we'll do uh, denunciations. A lot of other fun stuff, too. Well, I am looking forward to it, Frank, and you have a great weekend. And to you, WABC family, please enjoy your weekend. I'll be back Sunday night at midnight here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.